0: welcome to the perceptive readers everyone this is james speaking i know it's been a while and you may be wondering what happened to the music in the intro there well i'm working on it the next thought you may be wondering is why did you take over a year off for this wonderful stupendous just awesome and every other adjective you can think of podcast that you had going on for I think a close to maybe two years on and off, because, as you know, I never run these episodes in the uh, way of a daily or weekly uh, type episode. It's more of monthly. I might have one or two come out here or there. And this is what I uh, planned on uh, doing again uh, for the summer and maybe even longer. But as for right now, uh, we're going to start off with the Prince and the Pauper series uh, that some of you have read on the website. Uh, you're going to hear in these podcasts the commentary opening, the, the word meanings, uh, a reading of the chapter like we're going to read chapter one today, and uh, people to remember And of course, the allow me to share a thought portion of this uh, blog post. Now, before we go into that, I won't talk long. I just want you to uh, be aware uh, of something. I am James and I haven't changed. You know, it's a lot of interesting um, topics uh, that we will cover in the intro like I used to do before. Uh, it's interesting topics like social media, uh, how it used to work, and now why it's breaking down today. Yes, you'll hear my thoughts on it. I actually wrote an article about it years ago, uh, at the start of, uh, some of these, uh, problems that were, you know, rearing their heads. And then we talked about net neutrality and things of that nature, all sorts of things. I mentioned what basically even back then I saw if things were not avoided. What could happen in the future? Well, isn't it something that that future seems to be here right now? But that article went into archive mode about a year or so as well when this uh, podcast, as you know, took its break. So I will talk about some of those things and I will elaborate even more on the portion of what I mean by I haven't changed. I certainly appreciate. And enjoy the visits to the website, the persons who have shown their talents over the years in the music, or poetry, and all sorts of things, art. And it's a wonderful thing to see persons express themselves that way and also be able to uh, receive not only uh, acknowledgement of their work, but as they also acknowledge others uh, for their work and their creativity as you know we call uh, such ones creatives <laughs> but uh, still going along on, on those thoughts uh, sometimes persons do go through things in life and they do have to just sit back and they have to observe and analyze not only internally What's going on with themselves, but also externally, uh, with the forces around them, uh, so to speak, as to why things are such a way, uh, how should you proceed from, um, this point forward? Now, that's just once again using your perceptive reasoning, reasoning and analyzing things and giving yourself time to thought. Uh, to think things through, excuse me, and to get your thoughts together. It does not mean necessarily that the core personality of who you are have changed. It's just that your core personality, and may in this case, your spiritual mind, sit back and say, Okay, what are we going to do now? How am I going to proceed with this? So in other words, if you were a loving person before, you'll still be a loving person now, but hey, that doesn't mean you ignore the things that (laughs) <laughs> that you know you have to pay more than the usual attention to on how to deal with certain things and make a professional decisions and things of that nature. So sometimes it just takes a a little break to see everything that's going on and how you're going to proceed and then you come back, you know, with a game plan. But we'll talk more about that in the future. Anyway, so we're going to move on to the commentary uh, of the prince and the pauper uh, the reading of it Uh, this is a a short segment today but I want you to know the perceptive readers is back and we will have some interesting topics to talk about an interview here and there and thank you for being here again this is James Lynch And I hope you have a wonderful day. And always, whether we have serious conversations or not, it's always with kindness and respect. The Prince and the Pauper Profound Reading Opening Consideration for Chapter 1 If you possess kingly riches where your coffers will never be empty during your lifetime, how would you use the abundance of funds at your fingertips? Untold billions viewed money throughout history as being a source of power. Would you disagree with such an assessment? Whether you would or not, the strong desire to acquire money and power have at times changed people's personalities. Yet, the wise men and women who possess both realize it is vital for them never to lose their humanity. When we show our humanity, people feel it is synonymous with having compassion, sympathy, and understanding. Chapter 1, The Prince and the Pauper, Thoughts and Consideration Did you know gay in its original first form of usage meant happiness and cheerfulness? See how it is used in the birth of The Prince and the Pauper, Chapter 1. In the ancient city of London, on a certain autumn day, in the second quarter of the 16th century, a boy was born to a poor family of the name of Canty, who did not want him. On the same day, another English child was born to a rich family of the name of Tudor, who did want him. All England wanted him too. England had so longed for him, and hoped for him, and prayed God for him, that, now that he was really come, the people went nearly mad for joy. Mere acquaintances hugged and kissed each other and cried. Everybody took a holiday and high and low, rich and poor, feasted and danced and sang and got very mellow. And they kept this up for days and nights together. By day, London was a sight to see with gay banners waving from every balcony and housetop and splendid pageants marching along by night it was again a sight to see with its great bonfires at every corner and its troops of revelers making merry around them there was no talk in all england but of the new baby edward tudor prince of wales who lay lapped in silks and satins unconscious of all this fuss, and not knowing that great lords and ladies were tending him and watching over him, and not caring either. But there was no talk about the other baby, Tom Canty, laughed in his poor rags, except among the family of paupers whom he had just come to trouble with his presence. Now that you have read chapter one of The Prince and the Pauper, think about their names and station in life. This is in the people to remember section. Tom Canty, Edward Tudor. Tom Canty, Edward Tudor. Allow me to share a thought. The English and vocabulary in The Prince and the Pauper consist of archaic or outdated phrases and idioms, which means expressions, dialect, or style of speaking in culture or time period. Today, writers rarely use Mark Twain's storytelling style, if ever. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast